welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello, and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 8th of July, 2017. As per last week, and probably the week before, there's nothing to report in terms of writing this week. I'm going to be writing today, Saturday the 8th of July. Uh, That's going to be a non-fiction book. It's going to be my email book, my MailChimp uh, non-fiction book. But I start the fiction writing next week, and the planning begins seriously over the course of the next couple of days. So let me just give you a review of what's happened in the past week. Uh, you'll know, of course, that we're just back from Alicante. We spent, uh, we went out Friday night, came back on Monday. And um, I've got to say that I really do support taking time out sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes I just feel that it's work, 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 work. And just going away for the weekend, just getting well away from the office, uh, not taking a, a laptop over with me so I couldn't be typing away or sneaking any writing into the, you know, the five minutes here and five, ten minutes there. Um, I just came back refreshed and enthused and all ready to go again. And why I like taking breaks is that, um, I don't know whether you remember, you don't tend to do it with computers these days, but in the old days of computers, you used to do something called a defragmentation, a defrag, they used to call it. And basically, it was just where you'd saved all these files willy-nilly on the hard drive. A defrag would effectively just organise them a little bit better so that the PC could access them faster. That's a very simple understanding of what it did. And I view downtime as as a human defrag. In the, it, it organizes all the thoughts and the files and all the bits and pieces that have gone in over, you know, the last couple of weeks. And it just helps them to settle. And it's in those times, I think, where you make the links, where you have the breakthroughs, you know, where you see the, the plot breakthroughs and things like that. So I, I really do believe in, in regular breaks. Now, clearly that was a little bit of an excessive one. If you listen to the diary regularly, you'll know that that was paid for from May's book income. Now in May, I'd had the best book income that I'd ever had. And so, um, you know, I didn't expect it to continue because it was based around some new releases. I'd done a lot of promotion that month. So it was a good month. And just to put it into some context, um, without doing any promotion this month, just letting the book sit there in uh, in June, I was down to a third of that month's income. So we're back to the scrappy bits of, of income again. Um, you know, just to put that into context. But I, I do believe, I, you know, I've been writing for three years. I haven't really had a lot of luck with it. I mean, again, it's all relative, isn't it? You know, I, I'm, I'm always earning, you know, maybe a hundred, a couple of hundred a month pretty, pretty regularly now. Um, so in terms of the person who's yet to sell a book or who's selling one book a month, that's fantastic and somewhere they would like to be. But actually, I've just dwelled in that space far too long now, as far as I'm concerned. And it's time for me to move on. You know, I need to be making um, a safe thousand to two thousand to three thousand a month. And, and somehow I, I got to find a way of getting there, but I'm, I'm struggling with it at the moment. And as you can see from that sudden income turnaround, um, you know, one, one sunny day doesn't make summer. Um, so I'm back to where I was all over again. Um, now, again, to put that in more context, I haven't done any promos whatsoever this month. It's just, I've just let it sit and ride on the coattails of what happened uh, last month. But as I say, um, all of that I was churning over the weekend when I was enjoying the sunny climate of uh, Alicante. I came back incidentally with burnt shins and I'm, I'm burnt on my chest because we got a day out on the beach um, on Sunday. But I was using suntan lotion, I hasten to add. It was just a very, very fierce sun. 
But, you know, while you're walking around, looking at all the nice things, eating out, sitting on the beach and things like that, your brain, I think, is is churning things over. It's letting things sit. It's defragging all that information. And so while I was there, number one, I came back really enthused to get writing. I had a really strong uh, book idea. And um, it just helped me to focus on the things that I, I need to do next and to get the writing into context. So I'm very much moving at the moment um, towards a deadline of March 2018. I know that sounds way away. But when I get to March 2018, I'm going to have a um, the complement of non-fiction, sci-fi and thriller books that I want, as well as the right complement of training courses. Uh, and so everything will kind of be in place by March 2018. And that, that doesn't mean that I'm going to postpone all activity until March 2018. You know, it's not me uh, preparing to get ready. I'm going to take another nine months until I say I'm ready because it's, it's, um, it's like a, a, it's a rolling program all the time. You know, as a new book comes out, we've got more to work with and we just keep juggling the balls and keep throwing a new ball in. But when I hit March 2018, I, I reach a sort of critical mass of all sorts of things. So I, I reach podcast episode 100, um, you know, which is, which is quite quite an achievement, um, and, I, and I'm very pleased with that. And then I'll, I'll review the podcast, I'll review the format, you know, I'll review the numbers and all of that um, again um, in that quarter. Um, I hasten to add that uh, you know I've no intentions of, of stopping the podcast at the moment, but uh, 100 is going to be my review point. I think you do need to set review points in, so it's going to be episode 100 when I review it. You know, look at the format. Do it, does it need a refresh? Does it need a new rebrand? All of those sorts of things that you need to do, I think, very regularly. And then with my books, I'm going to have seven sci-fi's uh, and seven thrillers, uh, and that's going to give me four box sets as well. And I'm going to have at least three, possibly five non-fictions by that time. It just depends how the time goes, plus three courses. And that, you know, if I if I can't make something out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want a good slap around the ear because that's plenty of stuff made. Now, uh, again, you know, I keep telling you I'm not doing very well with the marketing. I need to do better with the marketing. So I need to ramp all of that stuff up. But, you know, I won't, I, I will continue to write the books. I'm pretty sure um, after that date. But I, I really need to start then looking at, you know, if I'm not selling enough books then, what am I doing wrong? And I, you know, I probably need to immerse myself in some form of, of mastermind group, some form of training, some sort of support you know, to bootstrap me through that. Because if I can't do it with that amount of product, um, something's going wrong. I suspect it's in the marketing and the promotion. That's where I think it is. But I'm going to need to get some assistance with there if I can't make it work with that number of products out. So, um, you know, being away for the weekend helped me churn that all over and sort of think, um, well, recommit really, recommit to what I've got on my planning board until the end of March, just keep going, going on, um, and, and, you know, get to that point and then review everything and see where we're going with all of that. And, and, and just really review the strategy. So I'm, I'm committed to that course until March 2018. So, um, Alicante was very nice. Really enjoyed that. Uh, do recommend breaks to you. And I have to say, by the way, that I have been taking breaks. Um, because that was a good month, obviously, we were able to go off to, to Spain with that. But uh, what I've been doing since, well, I can't remember when I, I started writing in, in 2014, but I think I actually started publishing in 2015. I think that's when the first book got published. I've been doing publishing for about two years, uh, writing for longer, obviously. And, and as I've had little successes or as I've finished books, what I've done is I've done a budget-appropriate celebration. Um, so what I, I tend to do 
And my wife supports me by reading my books through and, you know, proofing them, giving me the first read and the first structural edit before it goes to anybody else. Um, we go out for a meal. And, you know, with my small amount of income, that's an appropriate way to celebrate. But because we'd had a good month last month, I said, let's go to Alicante, you know, something completely out of the blue um, and, and celebrate it in that way. And so, so what I would urge you to do is, is in whatever way that you can celebrate the milestones, um, you know, the new book published. Um, a, a sales record, or maybe that sales record is your first $10, your first $50, your first $100. Uh, but celebrate those milestones because I think if you don't, uh, if you don't stop and smell the roses every now and then, it just becomes work, work, work. And when you just work all the time, it could become very demoralizing. So that, that's my strategy because uh, my income's down. Um, <laughs> we're going to be back to the meals rather than the, the jet setting abroad. And that was going to be a one-off. So I think it might be some time till we do that again. And, you know, that's another reason why you've got to do it while you can. You've got to celebrate those things and, and reward yourself for all the work you do. Because I don't know about you, uh, but I spend a lot of time doing this. And uh, it is nice to feel that you're getting some reward from it, you know, however small and however transitory. Okay, that's quite enough about that. Let me just bring you up to date with, with general news now. Um, I am coming up to writing my next book. The usual panic and doubt sets in. You know, what am I going to commit to? I got, I think I've got three ideas that I'm working through at the moment. One's completely planned. I had it planned a couple of months ago. Had a lovely idea for a sci-fi book. Uh, when I was in Alicante, uh, really quite enthusiastic about that one. That might be the one that gets written. But uh, although I've got a great concept for it, I haven't quite got the storyline. So I've got to sit down and, and work out the storyline. But I'm quite excited about that one. Might be a bit controversial too. So so uh, the, the thing that I'm I'm doubting at the moment is that because it's quite controversial as a sci-fi book, um, I'll tell you what the title is, but I won't tell you anything about it. Uh, the, the working title is The End of Men. Um, so uh, you get a feel for what that might be about. Uh, but it is a sci-fi sort of dystopian novel. And uh, I, I was thinking you know, it might be a bit controversial when I write it. So am I going to write that under my name? I re- need to write the next sci-fi one under my Paul Teague pen name because it needs to support the secret bunker of the Grid Trilogy. So uh, all these sort of thoughts, doubts, all these thinkings going on at the moment about the next book, but I'm, I'm due to start writing next week. You know, I usually hit the deadline. If, if I, if I do have a panic, I, I, I probably got a little bit of leeway in my writing program to just postpone for a week. But at some point, I'm going to have to sit down and get the writing done. And that's probably going to be next week, I would guess. Delighted this morning. Um, and I got to thank them so much for their support. If you are in the UK and this is a place that you could visit, um, the secret bunker in Fife. Um, is a place that we went to visit when the kids were much younger. And it was the source uh, location, really, for my Secret Bunker trilogy. It's all based in that Secret Bunker in Fife. It's an amazing place. It's uh, a nuclear bunker, the place where the Scottish government would have gone to if we'd had a, uh, a nuclear war. <laughs> they might still be going there, uh, the way things are going. But it's um, huge. It's the size of uh, a football pitch, uh, two football pitches, I think it is, over two floors. It's massive, absolutely massive. An incredible place and a great place to visit. We, we visited it on a rainy day with very low expectations. It was just one of those magic moments when you think this is what this way surpassed my expectations. This is one of the best places I've ever visited in my life. It was brilliant. And it obviously inspired a trilogy of books. That's how much I liked it. And because they have a bookshop there, they, they sell my paperbacks in the bookshop there. Well, um, 
they ordered another 50 books this week, another 300 quid's worth of my paperback books. So that was 30 copies of book one, 20 copies of book two. And I'm guessing they've still probably got some copies of book three there um, from when they originally stocked. I think they originally bought 90. So they're probably finding it harder to to, to sell the, the book threes, I'm guessing. They've probably got about, you know, maybe five or 10 of those left now. Uh, but obviously they're, they're shifting a lot of the book ones. Um, and they, um, they can, it's very frustrating for me because they can only buy them from me through Amazon. I can't get, let them have them at a, a sort of cost price or a slight markup price. Um, so that's a bit of a frustration, but I do know they do mark them up. A little bit of a tip here. If you are able to sell books like that, don't put a price on the back of it. I don't have a price on the back of my secret bunker book. So I think they sell them. can't remember what it is. They sell them a lot more than I sell them for uh, on Amazon in the shop. And so therefore that enables both of us to make a profit on those books. And they're obviously selling them because they've just ordered another 50. Um, but, you know, number one, thank you to the secret bunker for that incredible support. Uh, I do. I'm so grateful for them supporting the books. Uh, but, you know, an order of 50 paperbacks is fabulous. Um, and this isn't on sale or return. This is straight through Amazon. Um, you know, so the, uh, the I won't make much out of that. Uh, what will I make out of that? Pound a book, something like that? Profit? Not very much. But um, it is great to get that number of paperbacks. So well worth me having those in a paperback format. Today, I also bought my ticket for 20 books, 50K, the event in the UK. I think I told you last week, I've bought, I've booked the plane, I've booked my hotel room. Just a warning, if you're going to that event, by the way, hotel's expensive. It's, 100 and, 100, it's about as much as the ticket. So the ticket's £165 for two days, which is fine. That's a really good price. From somebody like me, who's who's been from an internet marketing background, you would pay a £1,000, £2,000 for a weekend. I have paid... I think I've paid nearly 5,000 months for a four-day event in internet marketing. So, you know, I, I love rising events because they're cheap as chips compared to what it was in internet marketing. 165 for two days is now, let me tell you. Um, so, uh, but the, the hotel room is a little bit steep. Um, and the other thing is, is that they haven't block booked rooms for that weekend. Um, and I went on to booking.com. I went on to booking.com to book my room for Friday and Saturday night. It was about, it's quite a lot of money, uh, 200 and something. It's nearly 300 pounds for two nights. Uh, the reason I did it through booking.com is because I could cancel at the last moment. Um, and um, because I, I, I wanted to make sure I got a room, but also I wanted to be sure that they didn't change the hotel. So for instance, I don't know how many people they're expecting to, to come, but if they end up with twice that, they might have to relocate the hotel. Now it's going to be in the environs of Heathrow because um, they're all flying in from the USA. Uh, so it needs to be around the environs of Heathrow. So, um, you know, where I'm flying into Heathrow, that bit's safe, I think. Um, but they might maybe change the hotel or the location. So I thought I'd better keep a bit flexible with the hotel room. So through booking.com, I can cancel right up to the last minute. So that's just a little top tip for you if you are booking. Now, I don't know whether they've still got any rooms available on booking.com, but my suggestion to you would be to book fairly quickly because I think it's going to be a very popular uh, event. And if you want to find out about it, it's 20 books for 50K. Just do a search um, for that in Facebook. I'll put the link on the resources page um, and, uh, and you'll find it. And, th and that, again, for my money, is the best Facebook group that's out there in the moment, at the moment. And I hope, uh, by the way, to be interviewing some of the attendees. I want to um, try and interview some of the 20 books guys. Um, so uh, Michael Andalay, uh, Craig Martell, I, I guess, are the, are the sort of two key people. Uh, there's the other chap who does the short books, whose name I, I forget right now. But there's some book, people who are pivotal in that group. And I'm hoping that I, I will be able to, and they will be receptive to letting me interview them in the run-up to that event to give it some some pre-publicity. Though I have a feeling that they're not going to need any pre-publicity. I think the thing's probably just going to sell out. So get in there early. Don't dither with it. 
Um, I've been editing interviews this week. I edited James P. Sumner's interview and Joseph Alexander's podcast interviews. So they're, they're good to go. And I think at the moment I'm ready to go. If I get knocked down by a bus, um, I've got podcasts that are all queued up, teed up, ready to go until the 14th of August. I need to tell you about uh, the Grid trilogy. Um, the, the Grid has been going all right for ages. It's had good reviews. Um, I've been shifting copies all the time. And um, because of the success I'd had with Don't Tell Meg last week, putting it in KDP Select, I thought, right, I'm pulling everything out of KDP Select off Permafree, and I'm sticking it in there for a while. Now, I am making more money than I was before, but the grid sales have just stopped dead. It is completely flatlined. Uh, now, this this book, ever since I published it, has constantly sold copies with the Permafree uh, route to, to, to books two and three. It's always sold copies. And, and I'm getting used to not looking in my book funnel dashboard and seeing no copies there. It's just not selling anything at the moment. So I just, I don't know what I've done to it. I mean, I only put it in KDP Select and took it off Permafree, but it has completely died. Now, you can imagine that I'm not very happy about that, particularly as it was doing really well before. So let me tell you that Paul's new strategy tanked, or it certainly did for uh, for the grid. Uh, Secret Bunker, funny, Secret Bunker going really well, um, you know, selling selling more books than I was before. Um, Don't Tell Meg, chugging along fine, you know, selling every day, that's all fine. But the grid, absolutely nothing, completely flatlined to the extent that I'm going in thinking, you know, did I click a button that says do not sell this under any any conditions? It's like that. So I don't know what's happening there. Uh, um, with that in mind, I've started to sign up for free uh, Insta freebie giveaways. Now it's in KDP Select. I'm sort of stuck with it until whenever it is, end of August, September, whenever it is. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to take it out unless things improve, but I can give away a 10% preview copy when it's in KDP Select. So I'm going to sort that out and get it going on some giveaways. And obviously I have a five day promo. So I'm going to get it on free booksy, give it some promos and try and breathe breathe some life into it and then see if I breathe some, some promotional life into it, see whether that will give it some impetus, uh, you know, through the KDP select program to start making automated sales. But um, very, very uh, disappointed in what's happened to the grid at the moment. Uh, if I find out why that is, uh, it's, you know, it's just like I've gone from fifth gear into reverse. It's just completely tanked it. Um, but I'll let you know about my fortunes with that book, but it's a good book that gets good reviews. And I'm really fed up about that. And um, so I want that selling soon. I'm recording this diary a little bit early on Thursday because on Friday I'm going up to Glasgow and I'm going um, to an event called the Glasgow Gathering, which is a meeting of online marketers. Now, you know that I came from an internet marketing background. And um, so I was I was contacted uh, by the gentleman who organizes this event uh, some time ago, more than a year ago, saying, I know you're a local internet marketer. Are you, do you want to come to this mastermind meeting? So it's a mastermind meeting, effectively, of internet marketers. And um, I'm using it to combine with two things. Number one, um, I, I wanted to go up there just for a bit of networking. I've got some online courses that I might find some affiliates to sell. So uh, there's that kind of networking element as well. And, and a lot of these people I know through my old internet marketing days. Uh, but also I'm meeting a gentleman called Colin Gray up there. Now, Colin is based in Fife. And Colin is, I think it's probably fair to say, is the most established, best known sort of podcast source of information in the UK. There are others uh, throughout the USA, but Colin, I think, I think it's fair to say, I mean, I, I there, are, there are a couple of others too. There are the, the people who organize the podcast awards. Um, I think probably there are about two or three people to, you know, organizations 
um, that talk about how to make podcasts in the UK. But, but Colin is certainly, you know, one of the, the ones at the forefront there. Uh, very well known in podcasting. And, um, so I've arranged to meet Colin there. Now Colin is based in Fife. And so he's, he's coming to meet me. We're going for lunch, networking. But one of the things I was trying to encourage Colin to do, um, was to create a mastermind group for UK stroke Northern podcasters, which would probably be based in Glasgow. So I said to him, look, why don't we meet there? We've never met in person before. Let's have a yak. We could do some networking, have a look at the model. And then, you know, I, I because I couldn't do this because no one knows me for podcasting, but they do know Colin. I'm trying to encourage him to create a podcaster's sort of little mastermind group um, for the UK, north of England, which would probably have to be in Edinburgh or Glasgow, realistically. Um, and that's just an hour away from me. So um, fingers crossed, uh, Colin will buy it with that. But at the very least, I'm doing some networking on Friday. Um, Saturday, Sunday, I start work on my MailChimp Unboxed book. Now, this book is currently for sale as Email Marketing for Business. It's a bit dull, so I wanted to put the word MailChimp in there, and I'm making my kind of brand a little bit sexier. So I've got WordPress Unboxed already, making this MailChimp Unboxed. And basically, what I'll do with that book is I'll update it. I'll put a new, sexier cover on it, and also I'm going to build in the new free MailChimp automations. I'll put a new section, some new content in there about automation. So that shouldn't take me too long to get that one out because it doesn't need an awful lot of changes. MailChimp hasn't changed much since I wrote it. I really just need to add those bits about a little section about automations. So that's what I'm doing Saturday, Sunday and next weekend. Um, I'm beginning to organize um, KDP Select free weeks and the promos through Amazon, but also to tie those in with Insta Freebie promos uh, and all the other um, places that I could use to push books, uh, as well as um, sort of, uh, you know, getting uh, getting the samples on Insta Freebie, getting all those bits and pieces done that I need to start uh, getting some more sales and traffic through the books. Now, you know, I'm really... Um, I'm really sporadic the way I do this. I know, I know, clip me around the ear. I know I should be doing it more regularly. Um, I still want to get, you know, I still need to try for uh, a book bub. Book bub seems to be the thing that really gets things going. So I'm really angling for a book bub in the long term. Um, but I, I have to get things going with the books. You know, I can't accept the sales as they are at the moment. And sometimes I'm so busy producing stuff, I don't take enough time to market it and push it and big it up. And, and by the way, with that in mind, uh, John Heinmarsh, who is this week's podcast guest, uh, John put a great post in 20 Books of 50K. Uh, and I, I've, I, I can't, unfortunately, in a Facebook group, because it's limited membership, I can't embed that post on the resources page. So what I've done is done a screenshot of John's post. And um, basically, when I interview people, you know, I don't, unless they volunteer this information, I don't talk to them about age or, or disability or anything like that, because the whole point to me of doing what we do is frankly, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, we're just writers. Um, so I, I don't tend to make a big deal about that, though in conversation with John, it did come up that he was retired. What I didn't realize is that John is 78 years old and he put this brilliant post, um, and he started writing sort of properly, not, but he had written a book in the past and left it in the garage. It's but in the last sort of eight years is when he really paid attention to his writing. But he put this brilliant post in 20 books to 50K, basically saying, you know, I'm retired. I came to writing late and now he's making four to $6,000 per month with his writing. And he did that, by the way, um, as a consequence of getting four book bub promos and treating his writing career, you know, as a 
as a profession, really getting very serious about it. So do please go to the resources page or to the Facebook group to look at that because it's really inspiring posts. If you think you're too old, you know, if you think you're past it, inverted commas, you know, if you think it's too late for you to start writing, John's story is absolutely amazing. And, and what an incredible number of, you know, likes, comments, people saying, you know, go John, congratulations. It's just a really inspirational post. So it's just completely fortuitous that John was this week's podcast guest. But please do check out that post because if you are struggling with your writing, if you do think, you know, can I do this? Am I too late? Um, you will find from John's inspirational words that you absolutely are not. And, and John, number one, thank you for being a podcast guest. I really enjoyed chatting to you. And, and number two, you know, congratulations. You've really helped to inspire a lot of people with that post. So that's it for this week's podcast diary. I'm going to be talking a lot more about writing now because I'm going to be getting into the swing, you know, doing the words every week uh, from next week. You'll know, I'll tell you what I've committed to writing next week. So we'll be back into the, the week by week writing updates uh, from next Saturday. On Monday's podcast, uh, this is Monday the 10th of July, I'm speaking to Noel Holton. Now, Noel, I met at the event in Gretna Green that I go to, the crime event, crime and publishment. And I'm speaking at that event in 2018. And uh, Noel uh, is a, well, she's now a former senior probation officer, but she's been a senior probation officer for many, many years. And she was, or uh, officially, she was still a senior probation officer when I interviewed her. But in actual fact, she's a, she's a professional uh, book reviewer. She runs Crime Book Junkie, which is highly respected in the sort of crime thriller circles. Uh, but she's just become a new bookature recruit in that they've brought her on board she's so good at organizing blog tours and promoting books they've actually brought her on full-time so she's no longer a senior probation officer she now works for bookature full-time as from monday i think that is um you know that actually completely coincidentally the day that we run the podcast now um really enjoyed talking to noel uh, we talked about um some elements of being a senior probation officer you know how writers deal with crime and the things they get wrong uh but but I, I think also because Noel is a professional book reviewer, if you hear how Noel reviews books and what she does if she finds a book that's that's a turkey, you know how she would then manage those reviews, it will make you feel much better about the trolls who leave a one star and put something like you know that was rubbish or or completely trashed your book. When you hear how a professional book reviewer does it and how they're careful you know with the authors and they recognize that the author you know by putting a one star and being completely negative about it you could completely trounce the fortunes of a book if you listen to how Noel you know handles it you'll think you know it's not just me moaning about some of the reviews people put on it is that those people really don't know how to write a review because when you hear how Noel does it somebody who does know how to write a review it will just make you feel a lot better if you do get those bad reviews you'll know it's them not you basically so please do listen to that you know it's not just about crime it's about all the other things that we talk about as well oh and incidentally Noel uh, when we spoke had just finished writing her first crime novel her own first crime novel so she's been immersed in reviewing everybody else's and talking to crime writers and supporting crime writers she's just finished writing her first so we'll be talking about that process too so that's the next podcast guest noel holton next monday on self-publishing journeys in the meantime i'll be back next saturday have a fabulous week of writing thanks for listening to paul's podcast diary make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.